Hey drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. All right, talk TDL. Trucking news with Ruth Ann. What do you got today in trucking? The driver that created the huge accident outside of Gainesville. Oh, he's being charged with it. It's his fault. Well, he's hold on a second. Wait, away, wait. Okay, so they're saying it was the trucker's fault. It was his fault. It's easy to blame the guy dead. Well, they said that. Tell that, me about the accident. I mean, I, I shouldn't even make a statement until I hear uh, what happened because it apparently there was a couple couple different scenarios in the in the uh, 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 what do they call that when they remake something. Where, where they... The recreation. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they had the car in front of him coming to some stop or something, then that's why the trucker ran into it. But okay, you're saying, go. Tell me what, what they found. That he just went to the left for, for no apparent reason whatsoever and cut off the SUV and drove both of them over onto oncoming traffic. Yeah, see, to me, that sounds like the trucker had a, a heart attack or something medical. Well, they haven't been able to distinguish if that was the case or not because he was inside the vehicle when it crashed and caught on fire. And so they were never, I don't think they were able to recover to do a medical exam. So you're being nice and you're not saying the guy burned up. And we look, we're well, big. Well, I was being a little bit. Well, I mean, everybody pretty much got the, the well, idea I, I, of it. I, I don't want to use innuendos. I'm just saying. So what happened? The trucker, they're saying the truck went left hard, caught the car. Went across the medium, caught fire, burned up, and then he his body was burned up to where they really can't do an autopsy. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying that I don't know if they... I, I'm assuming that the the fact that his body was so burnt that they couldn't do... I don't think they were able to recover it to do uh, an exam. Okay, and that's a, it's sad, but to me, what I'm thinking... Here's what I'm thinking. Tell me if, if you agree with this. In order... I mean, nobody just whips the wheel to the left and takes somebody out and takes them across traffic. Unless a couple things are, are going on. A, you have a medical problem and it's a heart attack or a stroke. You passed out. Something happened. Mm-hmm. That's A. B, you're suicidal. And I don't know how many... You, you, that's a very rare thing when you see somebody going, I, I'm going to just kill a bunch of people and take right. them over to the oncoming innocent people. Right. I, don't, I don't buy that. To me, it sounds like the truck driver. The truck driver had something medical. That's just. I, I mean, we're all fifty nine. I mean, it's it's it could have been. I mean, people have heart attacks at forty. At well, 30. I'm saying, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it could have happened. I don't know. They also are saying that the the van that um, had all the children in it. That yeah, the school bus. No school school van. It was a church van. Church. Okay, it's a church. They don't. They still can't decide whether or not the children had their seatbelts on. Well, a lot of them and were did, thrown out of the vehicle. Well, there was, the, yeah, and it rolled a few times. Yeah. The vehicle rolled a few times and the children were ejected from it. It's so violent. They said that um, they still can't even decide if, if the children had their seatbelts on. 
yeah. that that's still a factor. Well, so so then here's the thing. They're, they're, you said they're charging the, the deceased truck driver as the fault of the accident. Okay, now I get that. You can say it was somebody's fault, even if it was a, a medical thing. You could say it was because he had the medical thing, therefore it's his fault. But we also have to take in consideration they don't know for sure. Yeah, it just says it just says that the report states Holland, who is the driver, moved left into the path of a 2007 Honda sedan for an unknown reason that was in quotes, causing both vehicles to travel through the median guardrail into the southbound lanes. Was the person in the car killed also? No, I don't think she was. That's good. I think she was seriously injured, but I don't think she So it was just one lady in the car mm-hmm. that he come come mm-hmm. over on. Okay. And and look, again, I'm just going to say this one more time. It's very rare that somebody would take a semi coming was it they were going northbound mm-hmm. and just whip your wheel to the left and take out a car and go into the medium. That that's so out of character for anybody. I'm telling you, it sounds like something happened or did they determine that the front wheel didn't blow? I don't know if they could or not because everything caught on fire. So I don't know if they could actually tell if the blue, the tire blew. I think if they had um, dash cams from other vehicles to be able to zoom in on that tractor to see if his tire went, maybe that yeah. would have helped. But Yeah, and that's they should ask for people that were coming south that might have had a dash cam that caught that. You know, or if there was one that was in front of them that had a rear facing. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Or somebody that was in front of them had a rear facing. But the bottom line with it is, see, when you use the word fault, I guess, like I said, I guess you can say, okay, it was the fault of that tractor trailer somehow if that's the one that abruptly made the left. I get that. But to say that the truck driver was technically at fault, meaning he messed up, well, if he had a heart attack or a tire blowout, you can't really say, was it really his fault? We didn't plan, you know what I mean? He didn't know he was going to have a heart attack. He didn't know he was going to have a stroke. He didn't know something was going to happen to him. That's all I'm saying is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, what is that accent? A week old? A little over a week old, you know? I, I, I think it's really early to. I don't think it was quite a week. I don't think it was. Yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah, I think it was during the week last week. So I think it's only maybe five days or so. Yeah. I Honestly and truly, I, you know, again, it could have been mechanical. It could have been a medical emergency. If that's what you're saying is fault. Fault means you, you were the blame. Uh, you know, again, technically I could see them saying, okay, from the abrupt turn of the tractor trailer, that was the cause. Yes, I get that fault. But. If you can't determine if that truck driver had a heart attack or a stroke or a blowout, you can't say technically it was his fault. Heck, he could have been dead when when that wheel went left already from his heart attack. Right. If that's what happened. So all I'm saying is pretty quick to point a finger because now technically, oh, it's the trucking company's fault. Everybody get your lawyer and go after that one. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know. I think I think personally you've got to look at at what could have what could have been and again i'm not a lawyer no no yeah, if you I, just stayed I, at a holiday inn express i would chase ambulances <laughs> <laughs>
It's easier. You know, I wouldn't even advertise. You wagon chaser. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier and cheaper. You know, hey, there's a wagon. Let's go again. Yeah, nah. Sicko. What, what else you got in trucking? Um, I, I, I haven't figured out how this happens, so I was hoping that maybe you can help me with this. But Ask. how does a tractor trailer just fall off the road Ask. and go over? Ask Don't Mr. even say Trucker. it. Don't. Ask Mr. Nope. Trucker. Nope. Boop, boop, boop. But anyways, yeah, that's pretty easy. You know um, what a low shoulder is? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying a, a semi falls off the interstate, interstate 80s overpass and lands on the railroad tracks behind it in Wyoming. Oh, he, he, he went off of the overpass. Yeah, look. Let me look and see. Here's the road up here. He just fell right over it, and he's laying across the railroad tracks. No, he, he, I'm telling you, that those guide rails or guardrails or side pieces of the bridge or a road, the rails, they, they, you just talked about that accident in Florida last week. One of the things that they were talking about last week was they, that was supposed to withstand a tractor trailer, that, um, the, median? the barrier that he went through. And now they're going, well, how did that happen? How did he get through the barrier? We guaranteed... Well, because it's a tractor trailer with 80,000 pounds doing 70, 75 mile an hour. The law of physics that they tried to figure out, they were wrong. And it's the same with you're asking that question. How did somebody go, you know, over an underpass and land down on the road? Some, something happened there, too, an abrupt turn. He yeah, hit. straight. That's why I don't, I, I'm not, I mean, mean, I can't, I can't figure out how, I mean, like I said, I'm just, some of it just kind of baffles me because I'm seeing these vehicles and like, well, how can, I mean, I know certain things and if it was a certain load, maybe I could see it shifting and throwing him over, but it was, it looks like it was a dry van or maybe a reefer. I couldn't tell you for sure. Cause it was smashed a little But How does it just go and just flip right over the, the guardrails? I just, I don't know. I just know this, that. If I went over the side of the, of a guardrail, I just would probably just have a heart attack in those few feet that well, before I fall. Of, <laughs> most of those bridges are maybe when you're walking across them, they might be waist high or even you know up to your belly button the the walkway part of it. You know on on some of those overpasses, tractor trailers are thirteen six. If if he somehow has a rollover to where the truck's rolling over. He's just going to roll right over that. And it's not going to catch him. He's just going to go right over. That's pretty, pretty simple if you just wrap your mind around it. But I will agree with you on one thing. Sometimes you look at these accidents, you go, how the hell did he end up like that? Yeah, I'm just, I, and that's that's my problem is when I see some of these, it's like, I can't, I can't, my head's having a hard time getting around it. And you're looking at it like, it's like a Japanese finger puzzle. You're trying to figure a certain, you know, like I was watching an actual uh, little video. It was this Japanese, you know, one of those real, those like, it was a wooden puzzle and it said about how, you know, it hasn't been solved in 10 years and they called these, this person in that was from the Japanese puzzle, uh, you know, administration. I mean, it's like, I guess it's a big thing the there. Japanese puzzle administration. You have no idea. It, it was evidently kind a of an big interesting thing. title. It well, he's evidently it's a big thing to have these puzzles, especially over in J- Japan. So, right? Did he solve it? Yes, he showed him how to do it, and the guy's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it!" And I'm I'm watching him, and and it, and it was an unsolved puzzle for ten, 10 years. Ten years, ten years. They couldn't, and it was to get a ring from. I mean, the way it was is you have to get the ring from on top of the ball, go over the like through it was the rope and put it on the other ball but the middle of the rope was through another piece so 
It was just the way it was set up. I'll, I'll look for the video and, and I'll put it. And you're comparing these to accidents? Well, I was like, how does it happen? Like, you're yeah. trying to look at this puzzle. Like, I can't figure it out. And that's what kind of like my head is then. But I mean, puzzles I figure. So this Remember one. the accident last week mm-hmm. that we were at, right? Like, a, less than a quarter mile from our house. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, we can update people on that too. We can. It's uh, It was an 87-year-old person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had done a live deal on it because we were trying to show really what happens when you're involved in a DOT recordable accident, whether it's at your fault or not at your fault. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. There was state cops for three miles. The, uh, the medical examiner was there. DOT was there. And what do we see? We see an attractive trailer sitting on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And the accident itself... You're going, wow, look where it happened, mm-hmm. and look where the vehicle's at. Right. And the, people don't understand the force of a, of, of a loaded tractor trailer. It was a flatbed. It, a mm-hmm. flatbed, it had freight on it. And that truck punted that SUV, I don't know, 1,000 feet? Yeah. It was, it was, well, at least, at least two football fields, football field and a half, two football fields. It at least punted it. And then you got the update yesterday, which was... That it was an 87-year-old man. 87 years old, mm-hmm. and he didn't even bother stopping. You he can, couldn't have. No, he no, couldn't you, have. Right. You can see exactly what happened, and then he was killed instantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, But what people, like you said, it, I, would not be one, I would not want to be an accident reconstruction uh, analysis. Analysis. Because uh, like you, it's like... Where, how did these vehicles end up this way? And it actually just does. You know, whenever you drink on the air, I got to edit that. Or somebody does. If you just kept talking, you wouldn't have heard me drinking. You're pausing. No, because I'm looking at you going, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't. I didn't pay attention to your "What are you doing?" face because I just did it. That was my "What are you doing?" face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. What do you got? I believe the site put on the missing trucker network. We try to update drivers when there is a missing trucker on the alert network mm. to let them know to keep an eye out for them. And they did find the one that we were that we did post about um, David Wren. Um, he was found. He was found deceased. Was he found in a tractor trailer? Doesn't say anything at all as far as so it must be, I'm assuming, an investigation going on on it because all they said is he was found and he was not found alive. You know, we did a, a podcast about a year, year and a half ago on, you know how many truck drivers will die this year in their truck sitting at a rest area in their sleep? A good handful. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah, I remember, and this is something we, I remember when I was with this one company in Kansas. They had a driver, right, that took a load of butter, and they couldn't find him. And uh, this was like fifteen years ago. Anyways, two three days later, I get notified they found him at a Kentucky rest stop, and here the man had a heart attack mm. in his sleeper, died. The butter, the reefer had run out. The butter was all melted. It was in the middle of summer. So, of course, the loss of life was greater than the entire load of butter, but it was, a, it was just not a good thing. But the bottom line is, it's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he could have passed away anywhere. Well, this Dave, you said David Rin? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and again, hopefully he just died of natural causes and it wasn't some foul play thing. Well, they, they, I think nowadays though, they have with the, with the way your tractors are set up with your garments and your, um, you know, your Qualcomm's and so forth, they can find you pretty much anywhere. So. Yep. Absolutely. I don't think it. Ha- so it doesn't sound like he was in his truck. No, I think they, I think they had his truck. Well, already you know, found. It was him that was missing. Oh, okay. Remember last year that trucker they couldn't find and they couldn't find his truck? And somehow he was he, in the woods, wasn't he? Well, he ran like like into the desert or something. I forget what no, it was. It was the like, woods. Yeah, somehow he just got lost in the woods. <laughs> what is truck, I think? It yeah. was um was it in uh Oregon yeah, or it was somewhere like up, up in north? the northwest? Yeah. yeah. So you never know. The Qualcomm didn't find that truck. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, because so. it wasn't a small carrier that he worked for. It was a decent. Yeah. Do you have anything else in trucking this week, Ruthie? Virginia governor announces to toll I eighty one. What? Get the frog out of here! No. Shut the front door. Are you serious? Yeah. Positive. Interstate eighty yeah. one in Virginia. Way, well, that's the way I go. Yeah, three hundred and twenty five miles. Three twenty three. Well, it said three twenty five here on the site. Yeah, well, the, mar- says, the mile marker is three twenty three. I'm pretty sure. Um, well, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to tell you what they said. Mr. Trucker's never right. Yeah. So it says that, um, they're looking at the cars and trucks being charged tolls, not just, you know, they don't know for sure what the price is going to be, but they said it's going to be approximately, it would not exceed, let's put it that way, 17 cents per mile, which would still be about $55. I got an idea. Why don't we just toll everything? Why don't why don't we just open our wallets and our pockets and we just just let everybody just stick their hand in there? Because everybody including now the including now the Virginia governor, okay, is is now Mr. Greedy. Well, Everybody's getting greedy. It's, as soon for, as the, you, it's for the road, well, basically. But this is bull. Here's what happens when these politicians spend the money on themselves and they outspend and spend and spend and spend. What they do is they tax and they tax and they put tax on this and they put a tax on that. And then as soon as they exceed the money that they're getting and they realize we need more money, mm-hmm. we need more money, 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 they find another tax. You know what I thought of when you did that? What's that? Remember on um, Empire Records in the beginning when they go, money, lots of money. Lucas spent all the money. <laughs> yeah, people don't even know the movie you're talking about. Oh, go watch Empire Records. It's pretty funny. Right. So anyways, they are looking at doing that. They said that if they, like it, it could fluctuate, like where it'll go down lower if you travel at night through Virginia. So you can have a lower rate for doing nighttime driving versus... The oh, 50. gee, they're going to do us that favor. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. give us a cheap time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a bunch of crap. It really it really is. I, it's Virginia. I don't, mm-hmm. it, it's like, okay, everybody else got a toll. Why not us? Well, I guess they're saying that they need to do some fund improvements, and I guess the state of Virginia just doesn't have enough money in it with all the... I don't know. Whatever. Honestly, if, if I'm just being honest with you, and maybe maybe I'm being unreal, but it seems like everywhere you go, somebody got their hand in your pocket. It just really does. No matter where you go, especially when it comes to tractor trailers. Well, yeah, they do. They they take advantage of them, and that's why it's it's you know, it's ridiculous the way they always want to keep their hands out. No matter who it is, they always do. They're not charging for one; they're charging for another, and yeah. makes Thanks. you not want to do certain things. Thanks for the really nice news, Ruthann. Sure, I'm yeah. going. I'm going here. Here's another one. What um, else you got? 
Four arrested after police discover 18,000 pounds of marijuana in the semi-truck. 18,000 pounds of weed mm-hmm. in what truck? Uh, semi. Yeah, I know. Where was this at? Well, I'm, in, I'm getting there. It's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is the place to be. No. I smoke a lots of weed. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So, so tell so, you're such a wacko. So, so you're telling me, you're telling me that they got four guys get caught with eighteen thousand pounds of weed. Uh-huh. Well, well, no, no, the dogs couldn't smell that. I mean, guys, you, you, you think that might have been a little excessive? I mean, like every dog in the freaking county was probably howling while they were coming through. It's like. Oh. You know what how the hell these dogs barking at? <laughs> you know how stupid criminals are, right? They're chasing that truck. You know how stupid criminals are. Are they? Yeah, usually, are? usually most most Wait, no. most of the most of them are really stupid. Well, this is how stupid. Hey, wait a second. You know, people are getting offended a lot in this country. Now you're offending criminals. <laughs> Stop this stuff, will you? Damn it! Stop bringing offense to criminals. They're gonna sue us. Okay, well, if the... you're a criminal, please don't sue us for Ruth and calling you stupid. <laughs> Nah, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I agree with her. Go ahead. So they're so silly. They go and they go through a red light. They drive the tractor trailer. Oh, I know. Through a red light. It's oh. like, okay, I'm going to be hauling illegal merchandise. So here's. So this is how they get caught. Yeah, they go through the red light. So <laughs> nice. as the cops watching the tractor go through the red light, he's noticing a white van falling close behind him. So the, the white van goes through the red light too. <laughs> Like the, cha- the chase vehicle. Yeah. It says, um, so it says, uh, a semi-truck ran a red light on Wednesday morning and officers noticed a white van following closely behind the truck. So both of these people, both cargoes or whatever you want to say, did it. So he said, after authorities pulled the vehicle over, they soon discovered that it had 18,000 pounds of marijuana. So they got they, the investigators asked them, well, Give me your bill of sale because they're trying to say that they're hauling it to you know that it was legal. So they said, okay, well, give me your bill, you know, your bill of sale. So they said it was very vague the bill of sale. So then they sat there and said, okay, well, where are you going? They go, we're going to Colorado. So the cop goes, which way were they headed east? <laughs> so the cop goes, the route between Kentucky and Colorado would not lead you through Oklahoma. Because I guess they stay, started in, in, in Kentucky. Right. So, so not only are they trying to give them a vague bill of sale, then they're like... Their geography's off? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to Colorado. Well, it wouldn't bring you through Oklahoma. So then um, this person, I guess they, they, they gave the name of the four people, and then the one of them said that they work for a company that makes marijuana, uh, medicine marijuana. Hmm. And the guy's getting all... He goes, I run a veteran-owned company. This is absolute horseshit. We are legal and compliant. This is a federally legal product, and we're making medicine for veterans. Um, so they said that's not wasn't completely true because they said it's illegal the way you're doing it. The way you're doing it is what's illegal. Until that changes, we have a job to do, and we're going to enforce the law. So I guess because of the way, well, you know, anytime that you're going to do something that even though... Well, Mar- it was illegal when they said we're headed to Colorado, and they were in Oklahoma. <laughs> exactly, coming from Kentucky. <laughs> so was, they took the long way around in there, a song. I took the long way home. Okay, so listen to this. Listen okay. to this. All right. So here's my thoughts on that. Okay. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. All right. Now, first off... You want some ice mocha? <laughs> now, now, listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. When you 
apply for the job with the cartel as a <laughs> trucker, right? <laughs> like when the cartel puts an ad in the paper and they're looking for a trucker. I mean, I don't even know. What does the cartel advertise like for experience, you know? Trucker wanted. But, I mean, don't you think that the cartel, when the cartel brings you in for orientation, right? It isn't your typical orientation. You're brought into the the, the drug cartel. I don't know if it's Escobar or one of those guys are bringing you in. <laughs> Please don't sue Troy. <laughs> right? I, yeah, man, I should watch. No, so... Please don't come and hit him. <laughs> all right, so now there you are. You come to orientation and you're, you're at Escobar's place or whatever. And, you know, I don't think it's the typical orientation in trucking. Do you? I don't think that they take you and what make you watch a bunch of safety films. But I do believe that they say if you get caught... There's got to be a clause in there. Oh, yeah. Right? If you get caught... No rats. Right. Well, no rats. <laughs> I get the no rat thing. But if you get caught with 18,000 pounds of our weed, okay... You're dead. I, I'm just wondering if that... I mean, you know... <laughs> did they sign a paper saying, yes, cut my head off? I mean, honestly, truly, I would not want to be the guy no, that gets caught by, with 18,000 pounds of of the the drug lord's freaking weed. I think it goes by, like, maybe maybe it goes by street value. You know, if, if, if you get caught with so much, then maybe they just do a foot. If it goes by more, then maybe both feet. Well, what do you think 18,000 pounds is worth? I don't know. I mean, I think I'm I not just... I'm a pothead. Re- okay, well, I was just reading about weed the other day, and I oh, think... Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah. you're the pothead. No, I, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> weed has gone down in price because of it. It's, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy to obtain. But this is wholesale now. Five to 800 pounds is like... I think five to $800, I think I read, is... So it's a dollar a pound? And it's... No, five to eight hundred bucks a pound oh, times th- eighteen thousand would you be. You said quite- five to eight hundred pounds first. Listen, you're the one that might have been smoking the weed before we even start this. <laughs> I now, smoke. I, now listen to me. <laughs> That's his new word of the day. I smoke. <laughs> Come on. I mean, listen to our. This is to all our Spanish friends out there. Everything keeps saying this. So I read. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you ever s- <laughs> All right, Ruthann, chill it down. My gosh, your head's going to fall off if you laugh anymore. My gosh. So, so anyways, I, I was just curious if that is, you know, you know, the protocol for the drug cartel <laughs> truckers. You know, that's all. I was just curious. Anyways, do you have anything else in trucking? I do. Oh, you do? What do you got? Um, Let's move on. Okay, we're moving. Anyways, I I just wonder what the punishment is. The New York is has not handed anybody any type of ELD citation since the new year. The reasoning is is because New York does not have a rule for the ELDs regulations. So all they have is the federal. So they're not handing anybody out any, like if they're, you know, not using it. If they're in violation. Right. They're not, hand, you're not getting so you're saying company or company or. Um, so you're driver. saying, you're saying if you're trucking through there and you're over on your hours, New York ain't going to hit you. Well, no. What, what they will do is they will, um, they will ask to see your, your logs to see if you are out of your hours of service to make sure that you're still within compliance. Mm-hmm. And also the FMCSA can still hold carriers and the drivers accountable for their lack of compliance. 
But right now, the actual state is not handing out anything because they don't have a rule for the ELD usage as of yet, as far as a state rule. You know what's funny? Truckers hate ELDs, right? And truckers I'll, don't I'll, like New York. I was just going to say, but they hate New York even more. <laughs> so even if even if you said, "Hey, you're on paper logs when you when you hit New York," I guarantee you, they still ain't going to get truckers that still want to go to New York. Their their hate for New York is stronger than their hate for ELDs. They'd rather take ELDs and stay out of New York. Guarantee you, they don't <laughs> care. Nobody cares about that. Okay. What else you got? Last but not least, I have a driver that was in Missouri and he was trying to make it home to his family. And I guess this big storm that happened this past week, a Chevy truck had to pull the tractor trailer up the highway. Okay. So what are you saying? It says, the driver says, I swear on my life, I will never talk smack on Chevy again. Well, let, look it. I, you know how I always say, I, I, we don't get political on this show. I don't talk about, I never talk about uh, Republicans and Democrats and, you know, uh, independents and all that stuff. I, I just don't get into the politics. Mm-hmm. But I will get into the Chevy Ford thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> that is such a big one, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's as bad as... And you know what? I'm going to leave that a mystery. I'm not going to let anybody know what I prefer. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I will tell you this. A truck, okay, a, a good four-wheel drive truck, and any one of them could hook up and get a trucker moving, okay? I, I've got videos. I've got, I'll tell you what. i got videos of Chevys pulling. I got a video. I got a video of a trucker got stuck before the railroad tracks in an icy icy snow and a dude with like a Subaru brat or something like that got him going. Yeah. Yeah, a Subaru. Exactly. So, all you need is a little bit of traction to get your momentum. I I'm telling you I've I've seen videos of what people, says- you know, truckers caught in sand on the beach in snowstorms. It just hey, we've got videos of real horses. Hooking up to a rig and pulling him up the yeah, street. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Well, here what happened was he was fully loaded. And he just couldn't get up the hill because yeah. of it. Just he couldn't get his traction. So well, it's good. This, to... this Chevy pickup went and not only helped him out, but helped other tractor trailers to get up that same hill. I guess it was just it's a known hill that's really bad. You so. know what I love? I love when the general public respects the trucking industry. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, and I've met when I was a, when I was driving a lot. I met so many guys, right, mm-hmm. that they weren't truckers, but they were, you could tell they had a lot of respect for trucking. And they were always willing, a lot of people were willing to help or talk to you that weren't truckers. Mm-hmm. Even though we know there's a lot of people that, you know, have a bad opinion of trucking, there's the, a lot of the general public, they're willing to do. That guy is awesome, the guy that helped the trucker. And he may have been a trucker himself. And he may not have been. No, a lot he said of these he wasn't, guys, he just has a lot of respect for him. Yeah, see, there you go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of these guys are mechanics or something like that. They're, we're really all in this together. Yeah, he said he would, you know, he'd rather help them than not. It's his way of giving back. On behalf of all trucking, Talk CDL and Mr. Trucker thanks you, Mr. Chevy Silverado. <laughs> he just uh, told you what he liked. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't because I got, I don't even have. I don't know what he had. You said sil- Silverado. He said a Chevy. They're yeah. all Silverados. Oh, I've yeah. just seen how much I know. All right. So anyways, <laughs> they, you know, it's funny. Back in the day, Chevy used to be, it had a, a Scotchdale package, a... 
a uh, uh, a Silverado package, and there was there was a third package. I can't remember what it was now, but there was a Scotchdale Silverado was Chevy S10. No, that was the Chevy S10 was the smaller vehicles. Oh. And by the way, for all you Ford lovers, the Ford Ranger is going to be coming out again. See, they actually stopped making the S10s and the Ford Rangers. Now, the Ford Ranger, which I never know why, I, I could never figure out why they stopped making the S10s and the Ford Rangers. They were big sellers, those little pickup chips. Everybody loves them. Pitch-up chips? Yeah, I can't believe that. But, <laughs> Remember but no. when you said earlier when you screw up on the mic? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so from what I understand, if you're a Ford guy, it sounds like the Ranger's coming back this year. I think this year, too. So anyways, um, that's news for you guys. Ruthann, do you have anything else in trucking? Let's wrap this pot up. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. 